Hey kid, do you want to watch a movie with piss poor special effects and- OH MY GOD THERE'S RATS! <laughs> you ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go! Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. And we're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks and spoilery. Yes. You know what? Moby needs to fix that. Yeah. Spoiler heavy fashion. Today. Oh, Ooh. any updates actually? Oh, well, we have a very special update Ooh. this month. Um, Not only is this your birthday month episode mm -hmm. for May, if I've done my job correctly, this will definitely get out in May mm. in time because I have been training our new intern mm -hmm. who's here with us. His name, Moby Weemelstone. Moby like the dick. Oh, don't be mean to Moby like that. It's okay. He's probably heard that one. Yeah, yes. yeah he's heard that one a million times. Moby here, he's going into audio production and he just needs some hours, you know, like a little pre-college thing because you would go to school with them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. moby would you like to introduce yourself i mean yeah like we were talking about that earlier but he's just planning on being here just not in the podcast okay oh so you're gonna cut yourself out well that'll be kind of weird though be a lot of editing okay yeah. well anyway I mean, whatever i mean hey that's on you if you're willing to do the work <laughs> yeah well somebody's got to do it and i don't want to do it anymore and brennan sure as heck doesn't want to learn yeah <laughs> Well, anyways, dongles, feel free to uh, welcome Moby. We're going to try to get him into the dongle den too, but mm -hmm. he's not big on social media. Yeah. Um, going to be fun though. So he should be here like probably through the summer with us. So just, just a couple months. It'll be cool. But uh, yeah, back to you, Bren. Birthday month. That's right. And uh, so we were scouring. I was thinking of movies to watch and I was thinking about what was fun, like remembering some fun episodes. And, and one that stuck out was uh, Alien 3000. I'm like, that movie was horrible. That movie, super <laughs> terrible. I want to find a movie like that. Yeah, but that really wasn't like fun in a, it wasn't like so bad it's good. But there, w no, there was definitely some so bad it's good. Remember the helicopter scene? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, like it definitely shined for, yeah. yeah, it had it, okay. it was pretty awesome. Similar scene in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I was like, okay, I want to find a movie like that. And so I'm looking on IMDb, like, you know, viewers also watched and that didn't really garner anything really interesting. It was just a lot of like, ooh, alien. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So then I just went to the director's page because he's a horrible director. So, you know, he's had to have made some other horrible movies. And he has. I don't even remember this guy's name. Yeah. So I found the movie. And originally we were going to do a different movie about spiders, I think it was. Creepies. Creepies. Yeah, it's about spiders. But it's currently unavailable on Amazon. So maybe maybe someday I'll, I'll keep I'll keep checking every day. Yeah. See if I that's do, available. You just wanted again. to say creepies. Yeah. So then we uh, settled for Rat Scratch Fever about killer rats from planet x you want to read off the imdb page here sure rat scratch fever from 2011 the synopsis says brought back from a doomed space mission an army of giant rats 
develop a big appetite for Los Angeles residents. At the end of of. the movie. (laughs) Kind of. In the last 10 minutes. Yeah, so this was written and directed by Jeff Leroy, and it stars Randall Malone as Dr. Christopher Steele, Tasha Tacosa as Sonia Trenton, which who knew she had a last name? Not me. <laughs> and Ford Austin as Jake Walsh. That's Sonia's beefcake boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And some other people. This is really kind of like a this Jeff Leroy, or Leroy, I'm guessing it's Leroy. Mm-hmm. He's very prolific in making these types of movies from what I've seen. He's very active and he's often putting out more than one movie in a year. Yeah, and that's that's some hard work. Something Even for like said. a low budget movie. Yeah, some of his other hits here. Yes, just some that caught my eye were Dracula in a Women's Prison. <laughs> that is Frankenstein in a Women's Prison. Uh, Predator World. Giantess Attack. Ooh, Werewolf in a Woman's Prison. <laughs> or Women's Prison. Uh, ooh, he, actually Creepies has a sequel. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. Um, yeah, you kind of know what you're getting. There's definitely like uh, mentions of this movie and that movie was for well this one in particular was filmed in a porn studio nice so makes a lot of sense yeah i want to see uh i wonder if he's working on creature from the black lagoon in a women's prison no that would be something yeah all the rest the mummy that's not as appealing Ooh, but i do have a trailer get that trailer rolling moby landed on a planet man was never meant to explore and brought back an army of monsters now los angeles is one big rat's nest rats it's hundreds of them they're huge when you went up in the ship something happened up there it's like you came back a different person I have changed. And I don't want to change back. Soon, my children. Soon! No explanation has been given where these creatures came from. But we have reports they are attacking and killing everyone on the streets. This film is not yet rated. They're afraid to look at it.
Oh my god, that trailer was bonkers. Well, it definitely explains some of the movie's events better than the actual movie. Yeah. And it's also very noisy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I listened to it. <laughs> I don't know how you want to do this one because it's going to be a little difficult if we try to go through and just try to explain the entire plot scene by scene to our listeners. Yeah, so in short, um, Planet X is a thing that's flying towards the solar system. Um, they never go, they never explain anything else about Planet X. It literally could have been any planet. Uh, they just made a, a rogue planet for this well, movie. It was originally supposed to be Mars. That would have made way more sense. Why they change it? Probably just for sets. Probably because, I don't know, 2011, Planet X is just starting to pick up a little steam oh. with <laughs> popularity. Yeah. So Planet X is a thing and apparently they sent like a space crew down there to go pick up some things and look around and stuff. And whoa, they're attacked by rats. Um, Then rats attack them. And then, then the rat get, rats get on the ship. The ship goes to Earth. The ship crashes on Earth. What's her name? Sonia? There is a rat that climbs up her pants leg and goes into her hoo-ha. Yeah. Oh, kind of weird. Kind of weird. That was that was awkward. That was, yeah, that was weird. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Sonia then is controlled by the rats as she tries to to do things like do chaos things and blow things up but just kind of wants to go home but kind of just doesn't want to and there's like oh sonia's still in there somewhere yeah you know she she doesn't you know and then and then her, her last boy... her last moments though yeah of being sonia i think is when she decides to shoot herself in the head yeah and then do it. she's got this bad just cutaway Mm-hmm. Her head. Yeah. So her, they could they they clearly could not do that or have an actual head wound prosthetic or anything. Yeah. So they're just like now she's wearing a hat. She's wearing a hat now until it up. just heals and, itself. Later. Yeah. Until the, yeah. No reason. No reason. Anyway, so Sonia's you know going around. They're in the desert, and then there's uh, what's this, Mr. Steel? Mr. Steel. We'll get into Mr. Steel, but Mr. Steel's like government dude wants to. No, he actually owns. He owns the space agency. Yes. It's like a private owned. He's like Elon Musk. Yes, he is totally Elon Musk. So one hundred percent to to a T. So <laughs> he's trying to get Sonia, um, stop some rats, and then her boyfriend is trying to save her because he's a nice guy. And they. Can- catch him lurking around the compound and his name is what jake jake yes and then and then some things happen that really don't it's just kind of like and then it's beyond and then it's it's events happening that makes no progression we have a crack team of commandos yeah for the steel steel space corporation Mm -hmm. some of them are in rocket launching vehicles yeah no two are the same nope then uh they go to their bar (laughs) yes because jake has a bar jake has a bar this is not a bar it's a house. It is not a house. It's a it is set. a set built in. It is a terrible set. I remember I kept saying yeah. that I was waiting for the camera to go like high. One inch away from so, seeing straight through. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, I'll, I will give them that, the director that, is that you never saw. But granted, yes, way too many close shots on everybody. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Oh like, my God, yeah. If you yeah. just want a movie of people's faces, mm-hmm. this is a good one for you. They go to their weird bar thing. Some things happen. He feeds her his blood. blood yeah. She apparently needs blood. Apparently. Because she also like, is like vampire for reasons. Yeah whatever none none of this makes sense none so then, of it matters then um then jake's like oh wait a second my girlfriend's evil 
you took him long enough to figure that out. Yeah, and meanwhile, this movie sets up that Dr. Steele to be a villain mm-hmm. because he's after Sonia and he's just like, no, she needs to die. Yeah. We're going to kill her. Yeah. So there's like even stuff like they go to his house for whatever reason jake does to D- kill him to kill him and then it's a blank oh it's a blank and they put a tracker on his vehicle i don't know why don't you just like look him up and be like wow he owns a bar maybe we should go there which yeah you are right though it does look like an apartment from the outside it, they literally show it and it looks and like they, an apartment <laughs> there's the giant sorry we're closed sign that's just hanging on it yeah like on the balcony yeah on the balcony wonderful spot some people are walking up you know they'll look up and be like oh yeah they also have like the landlord who's there he's just like a drunk guy oh yeah like they didn't he didn't see him right away hiding behind this like three foot long bar yeah but then just discovers them they're just like oh you all drunk yeah but but the i gotta talk about this set because this set is probably one of my favorite things about this movie for no good reason i can't tell if it's just a level of just like we can't possibly film in someone's bar Mm -hmm. for why i don't know like you don't know a guy who has a bar that you could just film in for like an hour or two. Yeah. I mean, I guess they had the stuff breaks and stuff in there, but like, I don't know. I feel still. like you still could have done it. There's like a weird, it looks like some type of rack for a bathroom that you would require rack from Walmart or something that mm-hmm. just has a couple cans of soda on it. Yeah. And like a beer or two. Mm-hmm. It's the most awkward thing ever. And I don't know if it's supposed to be a joke or not. And I... there's like that, that, they've got a couch. Yeah. That it's pushed up right next to, to the, bar. the bar stools. Yeah, no one wants that. No, no. It's and there's like a random painting of some like mid-century dude. <laughs> it's just some like general guy or something just on the wall. But Jake named it after Sonia. Sonia's place. Sonia's place. That's right. Sonia then her head explodes. Didn't was it Jake that shot her? No. It was in the military guy. Somebody. I thought it was the uh the drunk the drunk guy. No, the drunk guy dies. Oh, was it the landlord? Yeah, the land no the landlord landlord is the drunk guy and he dies. See, this is how we're trying to work through this movie. It doesn't it's just either way, I just remember is it's like I think it was a military guy shoots like the rocket launcher, dumb big tube thing prop that they had all the time <laughs> which is not a rocket launcher no it's just a hole it's just a big tube uh shoots it and and her head explodes and there's like a rat just chilling on the top of her headless body it's like her head half splits open yeah and it's a weird effect it's yeah it's really weird so she dies and then the rats get mad or something i don't know and all the rats all these giant rats come down from the hills and they all start running amok through la and this is where the movie was good well yeah there's also a lot of uh, stuff about what's happening on TV. Yeah, I did and, like that. And it felt like they have like the weirdest guy and it felt like a an attempt at a Tim and Eric sketch. Something that would be on Dr. Steve Brule or something. Yeah. It was so weird. And he was trying to crack jokes about the situation. It's like, no, dude. Which raises a lot of questions I have about this movie, which we will get to. So rats, then, and then it's like, then it becomes like a thing where like they're trying to defend the bar. And now like the military guys and Jake like teamed up and Doc- and Dr. Steel shows up in a big, dumb, not mech. It's like weird tank thingy. It's another tank thingy. It's another tank thingy, and then he explodes, and then you know, one by one, all of our of our mercenary guys start dying off to all these rats. Oh, two random girls, two random girls showing up in that the just bar. scream a lot. 
One of them is one of their babies we see get dragged away by a rat. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's just a baby that they slowly dragged and then just put a rat over. And that kid does not look comfortable no. with the situation no. whatsoever. Uh, that was kind of weird. That was a really weird bit. So then, yeah, so they all die one by one. And then Jake is, is left to be the only survivor. It's easy. So we, so we pan out as he walks around destroyed L.A. As, as there's news reports of rats in New York and all over over the world somehow it's also conveniently explained too in the movie the origin of the giant rats mm -hmm. because it felt everything in this movie seems like they were just doing it on the fly which they probably were For to sure. some degree yeah and they thought oh no we never really explained why there's rats on planet x yeah so they go well people from planet x must have come to earth and experimented on rats on planet x and ended up getting wiped out because they're trying to create a super weapon biological weapon from rats <laughs> For something. Because there's a temple and stuff on the planet. Yeah. And a whole lot of stock computer <laughs> effects. Yeah, and some bad hieroglyphics. Just straight out of a box. I like how it was like a temple. Like they had this idea of like, oh, it's like it's like this temple. It's like this ancient civilization that was wiped up by the rats. You know, they have all these hieroglyphics. They have like weird mummy coffins and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, they're also hyper advanced and they could travel between planets and they could make genetic weapons. But they didn't have civilized, like they didn't have like cities or anything. They had temples. That adds up. I mean, Planet X is just a mess. It, I mean, there's fire. There's lightning everywhere. Yeah. There's stock lava. lightning. Stock lava shots. It's, yeah. So that was, that's the movie in, in whole. And in between all the events that, that we said... Things happen and characters will talk to each other about stuff, but none of it matters. None of it really goes towards much. Scenes just kind of come and go. At one point in time, they're trying to hit Sonya with their rocket launcher vehicles, which are just two giant tubes mm -hmm. on the back of these miniatures. One thing I will give the miniatures on this is that they tried to superimpose everybody yeah, who's driving I it. I did notice that. Which, and it wasn't the best, but I mean, it was at least an attempt. Yeah. Yeah, and I did. I did like that. So you could tell who was in which one. Mm -hmm. and it helped give the scenes more clarity and continuity. You could understand what was happening a bit better. Yeah, and, and they would just launch these giant missiles out of the... <laughs> They would miss. And they would just miss every every time. Miss every time. Like at one point, Sonya was in one and another dude was in one. And they're shooting at each other and they missed like five, six times. And they're barely moving. And they weren't even that far away from each other. No. And I was like, is this like they're... that... That bit on the Naked Gun movie where they're having the where they're shooting at each other like peeking yeah. out from behind the garbage cans yeah. and it turns out they're super close. Yeah, it's like is this, are they trying to be funny about it? But there is no comedic timing or punchline or anything like that. And and every and every point in this scene too of Sonia using the the weird tank, she always does a one liner after she blows up her enemy, <laughs> and they were always so bad. I like what that one guy's like. I'm the best. Yeah, you can't stop me. And then he just gets blown up. Yeah. I'm laughing about it, but I'm not really finding it funny. Yeah, yeah. And and like the action just in general in this movie was very hit or miss on whether you could actually tell what was happening. Some action scenes like flowed all right, where you could understand the setting, the positions of the characters, what was happening. You could understand. But other, other action scenes, I felt like things, there were just shots of rats and then maybe like a tank and then maybe a really bad CGI shot of something. 
and it, it it was just a mess. It was kind of a hodgepodge of yeah, and that and that's kind of the whole movie in general is like it doesn't quite. I I think I know what they were going for, but I don't think they achieved it. What if we get Army of Frankenstein's and then the director listens to this? <laughs> well, Mister Leroy, um, if you're hearing this, I'd like to say good job. Okay, I mean my my point here is that I I've watched some very terrible poor movies with not much story going on and stories that are even nonsensical but this just kind of needed a little more story to accomplish being a better movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean that and i'm not even going to a dog the effects for the quality of the movie because the effects are horrible oh 100 they are all the cg effects in it absolute garbage that's that's my point though was like i think they were trying to go wink wink we're making a spoof on monster movies and we're just having fun with it but there's this a little level of laziness and ineptitude that really drag it down it's like scary movie like scary movies a fun spoof on scary movies because it understands its genre well it understands what works what doesn't work what to poke fun at what to you know keep the same you can't just make a monster movie with monsters and explosions and a nonsensical plot and expect people to be like oh this is obviously a funny spoof on monsters i don't like watching a lot of wink wink movies like this yeah it's not really something i go after it's hard to get through movies like that that are just intentionally trying to be funny i never liked any of the sharknado movies those were all bad those were like the most successful of those bad movies what i think were were like the best of this genre where we're kind of like sharktopus something like that where they actually tried like when you when you're actually trying and you fall on your face that's funnier yeah well that's what makes a so bad it's good movie is that the intent is to not make a bad movie this is this rat scratch fever is an attempt to make a bad movie Mm -hmm. intentionally they want to be so bad it's good but miss the point yeah and so therefore it falls in the spoof category but it's not really a spoof can't really lampoon things properly and can't like you said it doesn't understand it doesn't get it yeah it just picks up nuggets and it's probably also like hey we're just having fun and that's fine mm-hmm. that's fine i don't know i just feel like you got to put a little more effort into it yeah i felt like they just walked up on on location started rolling and just came up with most of the lines on the spot yeah and that happens that can totally happen i've seen plenty of movies like that but this one's just kind of hard it's a hard watch. It was only it was only an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and that movie felt like it was two and a half hours long. Yeah, and there were like funny parts to it, you know, and there were fun parts to it. Yeah, but they were so far in between. And by the end of the movie, I was just like, the end of the movie definitely had like the best action sequence. Uh-huh. Like it was like fun, you know, people getting attacked by rats and stuff like yeah. that. Like that part was actually interesting. But I was so burnt out on seeing a bad CGI whatever shoot at a a real life rat and put a stock explosion effect over it or something like that yeah it was just mind numbing well the masking on these green screen effects <laughs> was just it was bad stuff would just disappear sometimes yeah or it was just so fuzzy 
let's just try to do this as fast and poorly as possible. That's what it felt like to me. It's like they made a mistake and then they would like look at the mistake and be like, that's funny. And then they'd keep on going. Or not care. Yeah. Or, or not be, or not have the eye to tell that something was bad. And it wasn't like a budget restriction. It was just a lack of caring. Mm -hmm. And I feel it's this whole movie in a nutshell. It's like, yeah, we want to do fun stuff and we want to ape all these ideas. But at the end of the day, just falls short. Like the again, there was like fun sequences to it. Like I can I could sit here and point out like, oh, do you remember that part where the mercenary lady was like ripped in half by the rat? That, that was that effect was so bizarre. I didn't even know what to think. It kind of like melted my brain. Yeah, because it was actually kind of good, but not good. but not good. But it was like they somehow figured it out. They figured it. Yeah, like and actually it held up. Like it wasn't like compared to everything else in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that or um. Well, you know, I will give this movie credit though. They did not skimp on the blood. No. When there's... there was blood to be had, mm -hmm. there was lots of squirty blood. Oh, yeah. Lots of blood going up on the wall, like when Sonia would be feeding on somebody. Yeah. It was those just nuggets of competency that just string you along, I guess. And like, he, it did it did get me with like some of the reveals, like the part where Sonia shoots herself and you hear the gunshot, but you don't see her do it. And then you hear her talk and you're like, wait a second. Like we were both like, wait, did she actually do it? And like there she is just chatting on the phone. Then she turns her head and there was the reveal of the really bad effect. Yeah. But like that still showed, you know, it's a pride. Oh, whoa, the rat. I'm really, I'm really digging for anything nice to say here. Let's just take a little break and listen to a podcast that we love and the dongle should too just how drunk are we gonna get welcome to good beer bad movie night where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them so tune in and join troy kill boy <laughs> oh that was pretty good thank you <laughs> dave i have the weirdest boner and Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen. Hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. It's going to be the picture that I use for this because there's so many cockpit scenes of like, I'm in a rocket launcher vehicle, yeah. but there's these two dudes in this, in this, uh, plane that's trying to take off. And these guys don't even look like they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so great. And I just, I gotta admit, I did like that. Cause it made me think of the helicopter scene in alien 3000 Yeah, of just, it was, it was so terrible because they just tried making this CG airplane, like this big carrier and it was spectacularly bad i mean it was just the most basic of cg there is another <laughs> there's a little dogs barking well nobody will hear that yeah mobile will take care of it at the beginning of well when the movie like was starting to get going when sonia um was on the run and everything like that the movie kept on introducing new characters and then just killing them off like <laughs> like spending time with them and developing their characters and you know giving them some significance like i remember there was the there was like the new guy that was riding with like the old vet in one of those like tank thingies and he was like playing games and the game that he was playing <laughs> 
Oh my god. It was just cartoon mice coming out of a hole and getting bigger, and you would just shoot, shoot at them. Shoot at it, and there was no... Oh, <laughs> they could have used a, a stock game, but anyway. He was like sitting there playing games, and the little fat guy's like, you better stop playing those games, and talking about this military thing is stupid. And, you know, like there was something there. They yeah, did, they built up these characters, and I actually was liking that character. Yeah, and that's early on, and I, and I was thinking like, oh, this is going to kind of be a thing. This like, is our video this game. This is the way the movie kind of goes. Yeah, like, I'm still okay with it being cheap. Yeah, yeah. And then there's video game, and there's that, and then they cut to like dude and chick in some like buggy out more <laughs> in the desert, and they're chatting, and oh, he's on his phone too much, and she's sick of him, and they gotta be safe. Oh, he's gonna, he's kind of a bad driver. Like, oh, we're getting character oh you can see the scene being set up there's look look these two characters we're giving them development we're giving them character and you're starting to get with them and then and then oh two dudes in tank pick up sonya and it's like oh all this happening and, and it's like okay i see where this is going and then they just kill off all of those characters they crash into each other they crash into each other and somehow this little jeep crashing into this big military vehicle just ends in this huge eruption of flames and then the, the weird tank thing ends up rolling off of a cliff, just a <laughs> random cliff. It was so just annoying that you can do such a, a decent job at setting up characters. I remember even saying that I liked the video game guy. I was like, I like this guy. You know, I want to yeah. see him do things. If we talk about things that we like for a little bit. For Let's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Things I did like, though, I liked the spacesuit costumes. Yes. When we both noticed that they were stormtrooper mm -hmm. helmets mm -hmm. that were modified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you could see the respirator yeah. underneath. Like, that was kind of neat because right away we were like, oh, if, like, these don't look too bad. Yeah. And I was willing to accept the, the weird Planet X effects, too, because mm -hmm. I was like, hey, they're going to a different planet. That's a pretty bold thing for a movie of such a low budget yeah and and overall i wouldn't say it was that bad like the stuff in the temple at least had it was understandable like it was good mm -hmm. i mean there was way more effort put into it than the bar oh for sure and um i also liked the miniatures i mean what not everything was always to scale but that's really hard to do mm -hmm. and i thought they were fun especially when they were just like throw rats on it yeah <laughs> and, yeah and then we'll just like have uh cgi bullet holes in buildings whatever yeah all the city destruction stuff yeah that was <laughs> oh my god i'm saving it for i'm saving it for my favorite scene okay <laughs> i'm not gonna talk about it right now unless there's other things or you uh, jake was jake was all right that actor did an all right job he you could tell he was having fun with it yeah and he was just kind of an everyman in a weird way because he wasn't mr beef hunk or whatever he was just just a guy Although he was pretty dumb, though, for not catching on to that Sony was the villain the entire time. Yeah, I didn't really like Mister or Doctor Steel when they when he first was introduced. He had the robot hands. Yeah, and they they made some comment about how they thought he was in a, a rocket explosion, a rocket something. explosion. Yeah, and he kind of they were kind of doing the um the Marlon Brando thing from the Island of Doctor Moreau, where he's all wearing sunglasses and he's pale and he's weird, but he has kind of this robot voice. Mm -hmm. Which I thought they were just trying to make the actor sound cooler. Yeah. Like deep in his voice because maybe it wasn't that good. But turns out, no, it looks like he was kind of in an accident because he takes off his face at one point. Which, you know, even the rubber face looked pretty decent mm -hmm. when it was taken off. And then he had uh, just kind of like this Dr. Fibes type of skull melty face. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. It was pretty cool. Like we needed a little more of that. Mm -hmm. It only happens again at the end of the 
movie and it's because the rat just takes it off just yeah pulls rat it off just rips off his face and he's like ah yeah and also they set up the thing with his hands a lot they kept on like oh look at his robot hands and that never <sighs> ever ever gets paid off man the shiny effect they put on his hands <laughs> constantly was so annoying mm-hmm. it was like oh remember like yeah we get it he's got his metal robot hands. hands yeah but then in one scene he's just wearing black gloves mm-hmm. yeah. which clearly do not have his robot hands underneath mm-hmm. but then also on planet x there was one of the astronaut guys who had the robot hands on and i'm pretty sure their spaceship that they were flying off like the shuttle section yeah was the a modified version of the gi joe space shuttle i could be wrong <laughs> but it certainly looked that way that's yeah, pretty funny if it is it would be yeah that would actually be but I, I, yeah stuff like that where yeah inventiveness of well, we're just going to take like things that we have because even Dr. Steele's weird tank thing that he had, mm-hmm. the gun on it, the main like maser beam or whatever yeah. type thing it was, that clearly looked like some type of toy. Mm-hmm. I was, I couldn't, I, I don't know what it is, but it definitely was. It's the kind of inventiveness that in the right, with the right people leads to something like Star Wars that sort of like, we'll take what we have, you know, and, you know, flip this upside down, put this there, it's like kit bashing, mm-hmm. but, but out of very very small level very very early level yeah they i mean all the vehicles and stuff were kind of fun mm-hmm. i didn't mind them they and were they, inventive it was better than just like stock shots of like military vehicles or just oh here's a model tank yeah and the interiors of all of them weren't too bad either detailed they had buttons and lights yeah. i yeah. think each one looked different yeah they were Even all had unique the, they had the same dumb control yeah for whatever reason and oh yeah so when they're shooting their rockets apparently it's just the red lever and you just have to shake it <laughs> that'll make you yeah, it wasn't shoot. like a button there was like a button underneath but yeah. like why not just hit the button or something i don't it was so just like why 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 is it this there's there's the part where sonia was like re-entering the atmosphere and dr stone's like self-destruct the ship or whatever and the lady goes and presses the button and it, she's like i'm getting no radio response and he just walks up and pushes the button again because <laughs> he didn't do anything different there's a small things like that <laughs> and also the dialogue in this movie was extremely forgettable <laughs> extremely forgettable very poor very poor like at one point when sonia's ship was like crashing into their their like launch pad and they're like oh well, this fuel's gonna explode or whatever and all the people in the controller room including like dr steel and stuff like get into an elevator and start going down and it's like the really like this cheesy dialogue like oh but this elevator this is like people to handle the explosion and dr steel's like well we'll find out get hurt <laughs> get hurt you think dr steel thought he was cool the character or the, the guy playing him? yeah um yes to both and i think that's really funny that he did because <laughs> he was not cool <laughs> no i mean probably a nice guy and all but he's the kind of guy that like reposts on facebook like gremlins 3 is going to be coming out and has been reposting that for the past seven years <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. I'm sorry that your birthday kind of was a wet fart. This is going to be a funny movie. And I'll, I'll find another movie that's just kind of inept. <laughs> we can do that <laughs> next Just like we always do yeah. sometimes. Yeah, we recover. We, we've done some 
some real fun fun ones recently so time to, let's get back to the schlock yeah i'm ready so what was your favorite scene oh i think i need a second you go first you go first <laughs> okay well my favorite scene was when all the rats were crawling on the capitol building and on the news and then you just <laughs> see this giant <laughs> missile come in and it blows up the capitol building and the news guy's like and there you can see that they blew up the Capitol building with all the senators inside. <laughs> I was just like, okay, granted this movie is 10 years old. And I was still like, oh, is this too soon? <laughs> yeah, that, that was so ridiculous. I mean, it was. We did have a giant rat problem in both in both cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite scene. Oh, that's tricky because I didn't really like many scenes in this movie. So it's hard to like pick out a favorite i would say like the city destruction scene at the end but like i was saying before my i was so checked out with everything i think if you had shown me just that scene outside of the rest of the movie i probably would pick that because mm -hmm. it was technically the most entertaining oh yeah you got rats and they would just put them on like little street lamps and stuff like that and you know the little green screen people running around the guy throwing the grenade barely throwing the grenade <laughs> out the window <laughs> That's in the trailer. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that that part was really funny. Where people are just bashing rats, and they're just not very good at it, and they're just kind of like laying down with the big giant rat puppet. Oh, it got me. You know what? I don't even really remember what happens in this movie, so it's... <laughs> It's hard for me to pick a favorite because I... We just watched it. I know. We did just watch it. I think I really liked the part... Okay, the beginning of the city destruction scene when everything starts going down and... What's his name? John? Jake. Jake. Jake starts to like lose it. Like he's like realizing that he messed up and he's like the cause of everything and like the the two girls run in and then they're like oh my god he's like what did i do i did all this and they're just like why did you do this <laughs> like and then and then he looks at the tv and there's like a commercial for what was it, like cars or something like that but it was rats oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that commercial was bonkers. It just, it didn't, it, didn't it was to trying <laughs> to do something. It was trying to be like funny or ironic. And then then you go straight to the newscaster guy saying really just bad things. Yeah, or you can't get, here's your traffic report. You can't get anywhere because every highway is blocked. With rats. Well, Brennan, I would like for you to rate this using our system of saying movie and how you say movie is your rating and would you recommend? See, the only flaw with this is that it implies that the thing that we watched could be considered a movie. I'd say it's a movie. And do you recommend? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Even for as like laughs that we had, it, it, it nearly put us in a coma. I can't believe I spent 99 cents. 99 cents. All right, my turn. Mm -hmm. I'm with you and I'm going going to say that this is not a movie oh is that like a new thing is that a new thing that we can do now this is the first time i think i'm willing to say that i think i well let me go back on mine <laughs> then because i didn't know that was an option this is this is not a movie it's not a movie it's barely watchable 
to some degree. And you know what? While it did have some fun and cheap production value to it, it just needed that better story. And I've seen cheap, this cheap done better because it had a more coherent story. It had soul. It had heart. Yes. This is just kind of missing that. It feels like it's just trying to, I don't know. You either needed half the movie cut out and then replaced with better story, or it needed just like a whole 45 minutes removed and just make it like a weird short little crazy yeah. rat extravaganza thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That would have been more entertaining. Yeah. I mean, there's there's part of me that kind of wants to recommend this, but I just don't feel I can. And also, um, because you brought it up earlier, I this is I I would like to apologize yet again to Army Frankenstein's. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. We were we were far too cynical in those early episodes mm-hmm. where we were trying to be edgy and cool yeah. with how we reviewed things. Yeah. So yes, I apologize yet again to Army of Frankenstein's. Even hearing that just makes me miss. Just the fun, cheesy adventure of Frankenstein's and the Civil War, and you get to see oh, Abraham Lincoln die. And, oh. Uh huh. <sighs> <sighs> yep. Yeah. Well, at least we found something to relax us towards the end of this episode here, Bren. Mm-hmm. Now I'm feeling a lot better about life and everything else. Yeah. Well, with that, thanks for listening and, um, Visit our tea Public store. We always got merch on there. Help support the show. Hug a loved one. Hug a loved one. That's your mission. Yeah. You're vaccinated now. You better be. You better be. Hug a loved one. Hug a loved one, whether that be someone in your family, a close friend, or even an animal. I went to visit some friends, and you know what? I would hug every chance I got. Mm-hmm. Just hug someone. Yes. And it felt fantastic. Yes. Feel free to contact us. Main way to do that is through our email. CorruptedYouthPod Corrupted at, at gmail.com we had an amazing line through that. That was that was good. I'm in band class and like our band can even sustain that sort of synergy. Oh, well, it took us a little while to get on the same page, but we did it. We did it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Come visit the Dongle Den on Facebook while it still exists. <laughs> Show us your memes. Make fun of Mark Zuckerberg's weird lizard face. That's right. Uh, he's weird. He's like data. <laughs> but not entertaining. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners, the Dongles, and our fellow podcasters. Hang in there, Dongles. Corrupted youth. Corrupted youth. Corrupted youth. Come rock, dead you! <gasps> ah!